Welcome to Not in Real Estate with me, National Core. In today's episode, we're going to discuss about time management on projects, how to get projects to finish on time. We have a big, big, big problem in that area. All our projects are having time, time overruns. Worse in government, worse in government. Every project we start in this country is expected to delay. I think there was a, uh, a research by Deloitte that indicated that 87% of our projects have time overruns. That's nearly 100%. It's worse in government. Uh, that today when you begin a project in Kenya, you are expected to delay that project. The project, or the, the project is expected to delay. Now, uh, a project definition at the core of it is a project must have a start and end and an end time. The definition of a project in project management is whatever is to be called a project, there has to be a start time, a defined start time, and a defined end time. So we are in this luxury of where we, we, we don't have end time on projects. We can even no longer call those projects anymore. So what is the problem and, and how do we get a project to finish on time because a project needs to finish on time. The definition of a project needs to finish. Everything that is to have value and create value must have a start and an end time defined. The word is defined. Yet we are in this industry today where people boast about projects delays. I have had developers say for them they work with 36 months for their projects. I mean, I ask myself, how are they in business? You can't be in business with such a luxury of delaying a, a two-year project to a three-year and you've borrowed your finance costs from the bank you just balloon. It eats all into your returns. So, why can't we manage projects on time? And, and what is the biggest challenge? In government, as I said, it's worse. And I'm going to tell you why government are we have a problem in managing projects in this country generally, but even in government. But before I do that, let me uh, to talk about my latest book, The Seven Rules of Real Estate Investment. Uh, this, the book is out for those who are asking. It's available on Nuria, it's available on Amazon. Uh, for those outside the country, it's on uh, the ebook is available on Amazon as well. You can get a copy of the book. Uh, this is basically I'm discussing about the rules of if you want to put your money and invest in real estate. What are some of the rules you need to go through? And there are seven critical. I was somewhere where they are asking, could there be more than seven? And I said probably in the future there could be more than seven. We are a, a world that is developing. The issues of AI and, and the technology like that could one day make me review these rules to eight. I don't know. But as per now, in September 2023, I think there are seven rules of real estate investment. If you want to put money in real estate, read this book before you do so. Let's talk about time variations on projects. And um, look, one of the issues we have with time variations on projects that is affecting why we cannot we cannot finish projects on time 
majority wise it's it's because of how number one how we estimate time there is a problem of how we estimate time you know the the, the human the human being that is you and i the human being is naturally inherently expected to overestimate their capacity we like overestimating our capacity if if you if you ask someone how long it will take a task trust me they will overestimate their capacity it's natural to humans if i was to take if ideally should take 6 hours i'll tell you 4 hours and that's why if you ask someone who is delaying how long they will take to reach you where you are if it's 20 minutes they'll tell you give me 10 the human nature is always to overestimate our capacity and fundamentally that is affecting how we are estimating time one of the biggest issues we have why we can't complete projects on time is because the timelines we given projects are not working there was no scientific backing on those timelines those timelines were given based on gut feelings for instance they were given based on how people felt okay they were given based on impulsiveness and intuition there was no scientific backing or scientific work around project estimation and so you find the contractor as out of excitement he's got a new contract he wants to impress he give a time estimation that is really underestimated and the consulting side that also do not know clearly how to estimate properly estimate time celebrating this time underestimation the thing is about construction is construction is a science and uh the thing the things about science is it's the custom stone you will not change it so if a contractor underestimate time trust me that project will delay that is the truth because no one can create time no one can add an extra hour to 24 nobody will be ever to add an extra day to, three, to 365 days in a year nobody will have an extra day to 7 days a week there are 7 days so when a, a contractor underestimates time and the contractors and the consultant celebrates on how that time is shorter that project will delay and one of the issues why we have time perpetual time variations on projects is because we have a perennial time underestimation on projects and it is because of the human fallacy the human bias of always underestimating our capacity so if you're going to begin to manage projects on time you must pay close attention to time estimation there has to be a lot of discussions as a team on time estimation on really what is the expected time to complete this project we are talking about the consultants must have these discussions and th- and that discussions must not be biased you must look at it critically you have 10 floors to do of an apartment how long will it take to cast a slab how long will it take to do the foundations you have a basement work that out all through before the contractor comes so that as a consultant you have a rough idea on how long you expect this project to take So when a, a contractor comes and sort of underestimate time you begin to correct that anomaly early on because if you don't you're going to have variations on times and when and when you have this overlap on times sometimes it comes with conflicts because who pays for the extended preliminaries and yet this is something you'll have just cured at 
award stage by saying, tell the corner, no, you can't do 14 months. You can, this project can take 16. And all of you are cushioned within that era of this will be a 16-month project. So time estimation is a big problem. A very key problem of our, why our projects are delayed. Our projects are not properly timed. Our projects are not being properly estimated. The human bias and prejudice of always overestimating our capacity is affecting our time estimation on projects. And if you look at our projects, even in government are estimated, sometimes it's a roadside declaration. There's no much scientific thought behind how our project timeline is generated. And the thing is with time, the construction is scientific and you have to sort of generate a program that works of how that time is going to arrive at 16 months or 18 months. So when someone comes and you work it out as a team or as a consultant and say, this project will turn between 16 and 18 months. When you begin to get 14 months kind of estimation, you know as a team that it won't work. So you correct it early on. So you have to properly estimate time and do not be, do not buy into the, into the excitements of a corrector telling you, no, no, I can do it shorter. Unless they convince you, scientific, again, they give you the chronology of how that will work in 14 months. Don't buy it. You're going to have variations on time and overruns, and it's going to affect your project. So, number one issue of why we have time overruns, this perpetual time overruns, because we are, we are poorly estimating our time. Number two, let's talk about project planning. And that's another problem that we have. And uh, here I, I have the luxury of talking about it because I'm a project manager. Uh, project planning is our bed and butter. That is what we eat and drink. Now, a project work program. At the core of that work program, at the generation of that program, it has to be a detailed work program. You cannot manage what you can't measure. It's a rule of project management. You can't manage what you can't measure. So the activities, if you're going to manage a project on time, and this is what I'm telling you because even if you agree and all of you agree that this project should take 16 months, for instance, this project should take 14 months or 12 months. This, this is a six months, eight months project. It's agreed. If you don't have a proper detailed, and the word is detailed, a proper detailed work program from the contractor, you will have a variation on time. You will delay on time. And I will explain what that really means. For, for example, you have, you're doing eight floors. You're doing four units per floor. So let's talk about tiling as, a, as an activity in the work program. I always insist that you must have an activity that's measurable. Having an activity called tiling and putting it three months on a program is not measurable. Okay? Detailing and having a detailed tiling breakdown of tiling of ground floor, unit one, tiling of third floor, unit two. Okay? That is a measurable activity that will allow you to track time. Because there's one thing in planning and there's one thing in monitoring. You must be able to track time. And the easiest way to track time is to have detailed activities so that you know not when the activity has delayed over a week or a month. You know when the activity is delayed in a day. 
So if you have activities, broad activities, general activities, the work program, like tiling three months, I mean, you won't know by week one whether you are delaying or by week two. You won't know. Probably after months when you realize this tiling is delaying. But the thing with time is you want to capture it at the very moment. Probably by day two you realize tiling has delayed. So you must have a work program that is extremely deliberately detailed. It has to be profoundly detailed work program. And I fight with the contractors every day on this. If you're going to manage a project on time, it will help both parties. It will even help the contractor to know that the painting of bedroom one, of unit one, bedroom one, was starting on today. So you need to know in detail where, where every item, when every item is starting. If possible to the very day. And like, in like fit out projects, it's possible to even do it in hours, for instance. Break, break the activities to measurable items. Measurable items. You cannot manage what you can measure. You, you won't be able to manage time if you can't measure it. And broad activities in the work programs are a no for you. Run away from broad activities. Break down the activities. Ensure the either whether you're a contractor or you are a consultant, the breakdown, the activities in the work program are profoundly broken down to measurable items. Because the thing is, your time is going to be affected. There could be demonstrations, there could be mandamano. You, you could lose a day. Okay? And, and when you're a project manager, you're managing time, you, you want to know to the T of where you are and what days you've lost. Those broad activities. Because once you are planned, you have to monitor and, and, and make changes. And the thing is, about making changes, you must make changes when there's significant changes in the program. And you will only know when there's a significant effect on the program if it is detailed. So have critically detailed work program. Number three is the, is the methodology. And we always forget about this when we ask contractors for work programs. You cannot ask for a work program without asking for a methodology statement that accompanies that work program, that explains that work program. I mean, there are so many ways to excavate, okay? So when an activity on a work program is listed as excavation 10 days, you have to read the methodology of how that excavation is done to be able to critique it or understand that activity. There are you, you, so many ways to cast. You could do ready mix, you could batch on site. So when a contractor is casting a slab in a day or two days, you have to review the methodology to check how is it casting. What is it batching on site? Is it ready mix? So you cannot read a work program effectively without methodology. If you do that, you'll miss and you begin to lose on time management. So every work program you ask for, always make it a standard for you. A work program must be accompanied by a methodology statement. Be ruthless with time management on site. I always insistently remind contractors that when you lose time on site, you must recover. Nobody has an extra day. Nobody has an extra hour in life. 
Nobody has an extra day in a week. When you realize that time has been lost on a project, there has to be a crash program of how to recover that time. Otherwise, you will delay. You will delay. Watch out for procurement. And procurement management is one of the key project management activities. Procurement management. Especially when the client is procuring. And especially when the client is importing. That's an avenue for delays on projects. When the client is procuring either locally or imports, watch out for that area as a project manager or whoever is managing time. That is always an avenue for delay. The two must be synced. The contractor work program and the procurement must be synced. Otherwise, you'll find a lapse there and when you always find a lapse, you find a delay. Managing a project on time in society, in the industry where we are today, it's not easy. Sometimes, I look at how people run projects and they are shackled in time delays because of just how they run projects. It's, it, it will be impossible for them to finish projects on time. And yet, in the society, in the stiff real estate industry, if you're going to make money, you cannot delay on projects. It's impossible. In this fiercely competitive real estate industry, timely completion of projects is at the crust, it's at the center of successful real estate investment. The luxury you see of six months, one year delay on projects cannot be tolerated. You wipe away your returns. You wipe away your returns. Another avenue that you use to help you manage time properly on projects is the change control forms, definitely. Because a change control form is it's a very funny, uh, it's a very, uh, not funny, it's a very important document on our site. And if you can have it, because it, it helps you to control time, it helps you to control cost, it helps you to control even scope, because it analyzes all that. A change control form is important for time as well, because when a change is proposed, you sort of know how long the controller will need extra time on that change before you approve it. Because scope creep is one of the issues again on time. Variations on, 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 on projects, delay projects. And fundamentally, the issues of, of, of ensuring a project is detailedly designed, detailedly costed, helps in time management. You must take to a project to site a project that is properly conceived and detailed for you to execute time and finish on time. There is no way you're going to have this poorly conceived design project taken to site and completed within time. A lot of the time there'd be time wasted on asking for detailed clarifications and delays from the consultants generating drawings. That whole variations on poorly designed projects and design tech cannot allow you to complete projects on time. And that is one of the reasons why we are delaying projects. We're taking projects to, to, to construction, projects that are hurriedly conceived, very hurriedly conceived. A project that should be designed in three, four months, it's designed in one month, crashly designed, and poorly designed and taken to site for execution. That project will delay. That project will delay. And one of the issues that can help you even when you do properly conceived projects on site is change control form because it's what it does is allow you to analyze a change, 
how it's going to affect time before you approve it. It allows you to gauge whether that change is necessary or not, or how long that project, that change will, will bring. Change control form is good for time management on site, but even to help you avoid use of change control forms on site because you're going to deal with variations and changes, is to properly design projects before you take them to site. Very important. So we have these projects are poorly designed, poorly conceived, hurriedly designed in design stage, taken to site, and then underestimated. Wow. The result is always obvious. Delays. You can imagine a project that is hurriedly designed, should have taken three months, designed within one month or three weeks. And I find all the times developers, and the worst thing is come from the person, the developer himself. No, attacker is a project in the site within three weeks. So, yet it should take three months. Then, because consultants want to work, they hurry it with two drawings, get a contractor, contractor underestimates the time, okay? Then it does, after underestimating the time, it does a very poor work program, not looking down to details, and then taken to site. If that project was to take 12 months, you'll take double. You'll take 24 months on that project. And then you will say how real estate is punitive, there's no money in real estate, there's no returns on real estate anymore. Yet, fundamentally, it's you who have done a very poor project. That's why we are suffering on this country. That's why our projects cannot complete on time. It's embarrassing that we are running projects and no projects are completing on time in this sector anymore. How are investors going to make money with this kind of delays? So as I've said, if you're going to finish a project on time and it's possible, please, the first thing, be aware of the human bias, the human prejudice bias of all this underestimating time. Please work out time estimation properly. And my advice is work it out before contractor comes. As a team of consultants, know how long that project should take. So when a contractor begins to give you some ridiculous time undercuts, realize something is off. Correct that before you're what. Number two, please have properly designed projects taken to site. Projects need to be designed fully including details, then taken to site. If you do not design a project conclusively in design stage, if you proceed with that kind of design mentality to site, you're going to have variations on time. Overruns are going to follow you because there's additional works, and additional work, and uh, time for detailed drawings and delay and all that to follow you. Number three is on work, work program. The work program, number one, must be broken down to detail. You cannot manage what you can't measure. The items in the activities in the work program must be measurable. And I gave an example of tiling. Don't say tiling of the entire block. I want that tiling per floor per unit. Tiling of first floor unit A, bedroom one. That is measurable. So that, that's how you're going to manage the activities. And anyone can measure and know by day two we are delaying and correct those things. You don't need to wait for a month to know you've lost two weeks. By day one, you need to know that you won't be able to finish this activity. And lastly, work program must have be backed by a method statement. You cannot read a work program without a mental statement. You need to internalize the tool to be able to critique time estimation properly. It's possible to manage projects on time. 
a project must finish within the time allocated. And if you think through the time properly and do the time management throughout the project, you do it. Thank you very much.